Certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is that I want to win at Edmonton. Here's McDavid all the way, scores! Well, hello there. Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast for this Monday, August 30th. We're almost into September and into hockey season. I'm your host, Fernand Salas, from the Two Guys in a Goalie podcast and TSN 1260. Hit me up on Twitter at HernandeMan and at Locked On Oilers. Before we get to what's coming up on today's pod, who are the season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on Locked On NHL podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted by our local experts across Locked On NHL. NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that you never miss an episode. Today we'll be joined by the legend himself, Low Tide from the Lowdown Show on TSN 1260. You can find him at Low Tide on Twitter. As we'll uh, we'll touch on two players for the Edmonton, interesting players. Uh, Tyler Benson, 23-year-old. Uh, he's looking to stick with the big club. I don't know where he fits in yet. It's coming off an excellent AHL season. The local product, um, highly skilled. The foot speed's always been something that everybody says he has to work on. So uh, we'll see what he does. I mean, it's not ideal to have him here to play on your fourth line. I don't see him pushing for a third line spot and your top six is pretty much set so uh, an interesting player for sure to uh, track and Dylan Holloway a guy that a lot of fans want here to start the season and uh, for me I think he's one of those guys that if he knocks it out of the park then yeah keep him um, but don't force it uh, there's no need to do that if he starts in the AHL comes up a month in or four months in and that helps his development then do it that way but don't 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 force it with Dylan Holloway if he's ready he's ready if he's not there's nothing wrong with playing a few months in the AHL but we'll ask low tide and get his beat on Tyler Benson and Dylan in Holloway. And we'll also look at some potential PTOs. The orders could dish out here as we near training camp and rookie camp and all that fun stuff. To some NHL news from around the NHL. Uh, the National Predators uh, power play goals leader, Mr. Tolvanen, has uh, re-upped with the club to a three-year deal worth $4.35 million. I had him in fantasy last year, guys. He was really good. Really good. So uh, Nashville signs one of their young, uh, well, young and up-and-coming uh, offensive players. Uh, and other news, we'll get to it. I know it's funny. Uh, Senators uh, are going to bring back on a two-year go- contract goaltender Philip Gustafson. He made nine, nine appearances last season. He was 5-1-2 with a 2-1-6 goals against a 9-33 save percent. That's pretty darn good. So good on Mr. Gustafson. They're getting a deal. And then how about that Kenny Emmy offer sheet, which is pretty funny with the $20 signing bonus. They kind of copied everything Montreal did when they offered uh, Sebastian Ajo that. So Carolina having some fun, but also getting a good player. And I, I don't think how... I don't know, sorry, how Montreal can can match this. Uh, they have no money in cap. Um, when you look at cap friendly, they have zero in the salary cap space. So a 6.1 million offer sheet. And people, everybody's upset, but this is within the rules. I wish more GMs did this. He went out. Yeah, it's probably a shot for what they did a few years ago, but it's like, hey, we can get a good young center for one year and hopefully we can get him re-signed 
it after that, but it's it's a lot of money, sure, for Kakinami, but it's only for one year. And they went after a team that's against the cap and struggling uh, in that sense. So good on them. I wish Ken Holland was that, but Ken Holland tosses money and, and no trades and term like cupcakes. So uh, yeah, I have no issues with this and I don't get why people get upset. I love it. And good on the Carolina Hurricanes for having fun with it. And if you're Mark Bergevin and that organization, you can't be too mad. You did it first. <laughs> and I wish we saw more offers. You did be great. Imagine if the owners got a offer sheet for Yamamoto or next year, Jesse Pugliarvi. Can't get mad. It's the name of the game. It's in the rules. So I'm all for it. But uh, that was fun on the weekend. Uh, good stuff by the Carolina Hurricanes there. But that's pretty much it when it comes to news. Got nothing Edmonton Oiler wise as of late, but uh, things are going to pick up as uh, by Wednesday we will be into September. And then the countdown begins for the NHL season, which should be a fun one. Everything uh, at least Sports-wise, is returning to normal, uh, traveling and all that, but we'll see it happens. COVID cases rising almost all over North America, so we'll see how the league handles it. And we saw what happened with the Elks here, so I don't want to get into that, though. I'm so sick of talking about COVID um, everywhere you go. That is just Let's just have some hockey and have some fun with it, and we'll see how the Oilers fare. But, uh, yeah, let's get to low tide as uh, we're going to talk about some young guys here and also some PTOs. So coming up next here on the Lockdown Oilers podcast, it's your favorite He's my favorite, Mr. Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide from the Lowdown Show on TSN 1260. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So now welcome in my good buddy, Low Tide from the Lowdown Show on TSN 1260. You can connect with him on Twitter at Low Tide. Low Tide, we worked earlier uh, in the morning uh, today, and now you're back joining me on the Locked On Oilers podcast. Are you sick of me yet? No, oh, I can't get enough of you, Hernan. I'm telling you. You know, I mean, <laughs> I have a feeling you, me, and a bottle of tequila – we could solve a lot of oh, problems. Oh, we could, we could, we could. Uh, let's talk some Edmonton Oilers. We're still a ways away from training camp as we roll into September here in a few days. But there's two players I wanted to touch on with the Edmonton Oilers, guys that are going to be pushing for spots this year. Uh, let's start it off with Tyler Benson, drafted back in 2016. He's coming off an excellent year in the AHL. Probably would have had a call-up if we weren't in the uh, in the COVID year, right? So uh, 23 years old. But when I look at this roster, I mean, the only position I realistically can see for Tyler Benson in is maybe on the third line because you're not keeping him here to be on the fourth line and he's not cracking your top six at least right off the hop uh tyler benson for you low tight is this kind of like a make it or break it year for him in terms of making the nhl yeah i think so it, it, it's uh, he's he's waiver eligible and i know fans uh build that up because often a waiver eligible player will slide right through but in benson's case he has some real skill he's a great passer uh he can uh, win battles along the wall. He's not a one-dimensional player. There are things about him that, that any NHL team would like. The issue he has is uh, that with the acquisition of Warren Fogle, also Devin Shores over there, they signed Brendan Perlini. He, he's going to have to carve out, I think, a, a role uh, maybe as a utility player, or maybe a penalty killer, uh, maybe get lucky with an injury. I understand based on everything that I've read and heard that he will arrive in shape in, with the great, you know, fantastic uh, shape at training camp. He'll arrive there. And so that's good. 
And we've seen in the past with guys like Kyle Brodziak and Ethan Bear where, you know, the rubber hits the road and they're ready and they just announce their presence and, and win a job. But I think he's got a, I think he's got a, about a 50-50 chance of making it. I think he will do it. I don't know that it's going to be on the third line, though. Uh, it might be as an extra player. Uh, yeah. they, they feel like they want to keep him on the roster and not lose him. He has to impress them enough to stay off the waiver wire. Low tide. What is what is holding back Tyler Benson from making that jump? In your opinion? Well, watching players like Benson over the years, there's two things. Number one, he if if he gets a hundred games in, he'll learn the pace of the league. He'll learn how to play uh, without the puck and not give up too much offensively, and he'll be able to chip in a few goals. And, and that's what you sort of want. And if you go back in Oilers history, you know, a guy like Brad Winchester, he was cast away. He ended up playing almost 400 games, mostly with other teams. The Oilers didn't think he had enough offensive flair. And, and I think Benson's in that zone. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes a player ends up, you know, really blossoming and playing for a, a longer period of time. And, and, but he doesn't, he doesn't have like Kara's fists or, or uh, physical, you know, size. So he's going to have to do it another way. And I think it's going to be, if he does make it, it'll be kind of in a, uh, you know, Fernando Pisani kind of third line yeah. two-way guy role with with enough offense. The one advantage he does have is he has enough offense. I think if he plays, he'll post some numbers. Yeah, he might have to. It might be a case of and like many skilled guys do, uh, reinvent their their game. Right? You saw yeah. it kind of like with a Marty Reasoner who was uh, an offensive guy before making the NHL, and then he turned into quite the uh, bottom six center there. And and the other gentleman we want to talk about is still in Holloway. I mean, the fans here in Edmonton they all want to see him here. In the opening day, uh, they love what he brings. His pedigree. He looked good at the World Juniors. He was good at Wisconsin. Thirty-five points in twenty-three games. He went to the AHL, but uh, he was dealing with an injury there. They didn't get into any games. But Dylan Holloway will be twenty while he's in training camp. Um, you brought up Perlini and 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 the, the additional foal and Tyler Benson. How realistic for you is, is it that Dylan Holloway is going to Dylan Holloway? Sorry, he's going to push for a spot to start the season. Well, I think it, it all comes down to Holloway is the one guy who can can. Ruin ruin everybody's training camp in terms of being ahead of him in the depth chart. And, yeah. and I don't mean Hyman and I don't mean Nugent Hopkins, but among Shore and Perlini, uh, well, not Fogel, Fogel will be here, but among Shore, uh, Perlini and Benson, uh, Holloway, you know, he has a range of skills. He can play center and wing. He's big, he's fast, he's rambunctious. If, if the Oilers are going to play a successful style, they're going to forecheck like demons, and Holloway can do that. And and we were just talking about Benson a minute ago. How do you forecheck properly? Well, you, you you have to be aggressive, but you also have to be fast because no matter how you good how good you are forechecking, a completed pass means you're behind the play, so you have to catch up. And and Holloway's skill set is is perfectly matched. Uh, Warren Fogel is almost the same, perfectly matched to that style of play where you can be aggressive because you know you can recover with speed. And Holloway, if he impresses and he plays well, I think he'll make the team, and it doesn't really matter what the other guys do. So he's the, he's the wild card in that I think they'll probably act as though they want to send him down. But if he is as, um, if he is as dynamic as he looked in Wisconsin – 
then he's going to make the team. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Order today and get the Grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to Built.com and use promo code Grasshopper15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code Grasshopper15 for for 15% off at built.com. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV stream brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's Direct TV. Yeah, and I heard Gregor with you obviously today, and, and it says that uh, you know the likely that he is on the opening day roster and then sent down, but recall later because then he would count only as a nine twenty five hit on the cap right. instead of one point three two five million, which is an interesting little tidbit that I had no idea about. But when you look at Dylan Holloway, it is is I mean, where do you see him like three four years on the road? He's a top six guy in your opinion, Al. And where do you see him in his first year, kind of the bottom six, just kind of creating a ruckus? Well, I, I think. I think, I think he could do one of two things. If he if they see him as a center, then I think there's a good chance they'll want to send him down and have him play. If they see him as a winger, then the who can slide over and play center, he could play up and down the lineup. And by that I mean, you know, Hyman can play left or right wing. You could slide him over if Holloway plays well. The, the, it's like chess pieces. And, and with Holloway, you know, I, I think they're right in not saying, okay, we're going to crown this guy as an NHL player, they're going to let him see what he can do. But yeah. but I see him playing anywhere from second line, left wing, third line, left wing. I don't see him on the fourth line. I think he could play center. Uh, I, I, I think that's a tough spot for him. But, you know, he's he's a big man and, and he's more he's more dynamic than a guy like Ryan McLeod. And and so I if he makes the team, he's going to play in the top nine. And, and I know that sounds ludicrous based on the depth and quality they have. But, but I get back to when I saw him play at the World Juniors, he was playing that, that energy, aggressive, forechecking role, and he looked good at it. And, and he also has great, a great deal of skill, so he can play on skill line. So those are the two roles I see for him. But he won't be, if, if he's on the fourth line, he won't be here. He'll be in the top nine. And my guess would be if he's on left wing, they will have moved Holloway over to the right side, and it'll be Nugent Hopkins, Fogel, Holloway on the left side, and then something like Hyman, uh, Puglia Yarvi, and, and Yamamoto or other on the right wing. That's that's how I see it going. And then at center, if he plays there, I think he probably would push Ryan McLeod uh, and Derek Ryan down. Again, that's a tall order, and it sounds ridiculous, but they're not going to keep him, Hernan if he's not playing top nine minutes. He's going to be one of the most watched guys. I think the fan base absolutely love this kid. So we'll see what he can do at camp and at rookie camp, which is always exciting. And then uh, last one here for you, Al, on your uh, website, lowtide.ca, you have a little article called Little 
PTO here, and uh, you have some interesting names. The Oilers have had some success with PTOs, uh, the latest one being Alex Chason. You have Palmieri, Chara, Vatanen, Bozak, Stone, Demers, Gustafsson, uh, Alex Chason, as I mentioned, and Michael Del Cole. Of those ones, uh, which one would you take a gamble on? I, I know you have in your article that Palmieri is probably not a realistic one for Edmonton, uh, but I kind of like the the Michael Del Cole. I think there's a player there, and Jason Demers is also intriguing for some uh, depth on the back end. Yeah, I would agree there. I think their their uh, right side defense. I bet you the coach is saying, "Hey, can you get me one more guy?" And and not that they're gonna, you know, uh, uh, bench Evan Bouchard, but if you could get a veteran uh, who who doesn't play every game, and and maybe you start the season with eight defensemen, I don't know, uh, but you want to have that extra depth on the defensive side, and they're. They have two veterans and a young player in Bouchard on right wing, and then they don't have anybody. Else. They have some guys who can play on the right side from from left defense. But I I think that's an area where a guy like Stone, who you might be able to clear through waivers, might be the guy they go out and bring in on a PTO. As far as forwards are concerned, I agree with you on Del Cole. Uh, you know, you and I remember Glenn Sather, or at least I do. Uh, yeah, you know, he, always, he always seemed to have these guys right. Where, you know, somebody would would have been failed as a first-round pick in some NHL city, and he'd say, ah, hell, we'll bring him in, see what we can come up with. And a few times, that ended up being a really important player for the Oilers. So, Del Cole has a, you know, he's he's never really gotten a shot in a a, um, feature role with the Islanders. And they've had other options, and they've had better players, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean he can't play. And he'd be a guy I'd be interested in seeing coming into Edmonton and see if he can play. Yeah, I'm intrigued by him. Like last year, only 26 games. He was kind of in and out of the lineup a lot, along with like the other youngster like Bellows and and a guy that's only, well, I shouldn't say only, he's 25 years old, but uh, someone that can, uh, it's going to be not a lot of money. Like you said, maybe a PTO. Uh, it's kind of like a Perlini, right? Yeah, Low exactly. risk, but with a high upside. And, and, LT- and maybe he gets some chemistry with uh, with a center and, and you end up getting the guy yeah. with, you know, 10 goals. So that's what they need. They need, this team is going, it's hell bent for leather, and they're trying to win the Stanley Cup now. So they need they need a little luck there, uh, and maybe a stealth call. I don't know if it is, but I take a shot at it. Oh, for sure, I'm totally with you, Al. Like always, you always bring the good stuff. Thank you so much for talking a little bit about Tyler Benson, Dylan Holloway, and potential PTOs as we near uh, training camp here in mid September. Uh, go eat some supper and uh, maybe have a drink or two, Al. All right, I brought, I will do both. Thank you, Hernan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Big shout out to Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide, for joining me here to talk a little bit about Oilers, uh, some Oiler players and Tyler Benson, Dinner Holloway. Who will make the team? We'll both. We'll both get sent down. We'll one. And if it is one, who is it going to be? Let me know on Twitter at HernanDeMan and at Locked On Oilers. It's getting closer and closer. I know once September 1st hit, it's going to feel like hockey season. I know we only got, what, uh, this evening and tomorrow to go. So don't worry, Oiler fans. Uh, the Oiler content is going to come at you fast and hard so get ready for it uh like always thank you for the downloads keep those coming don't forget to download and subscribe on your favorite apps for all the latest episodes it's time to wrap this one up for my producer juanito i am hernando man talking los petroleros enjoy the rest of your monday we'll chat tomorrow